<laughs> and the fire is burning already, man. It is uh, Wednesday morning. God, we are cruising through uh, through this year. Dudes, it's the end of April, man. Wow. It's clicking away. It's going very, very fast. Going very, very fast, man. If you uh, if you don't stop and smell the roses. <laughs> Think about where we were a year ago. is really crazy. Little uh, little Ferris Bueller today, right? Uh, <laughs> lots of great stuff, as all of you know. I am still up in the mountains of Georgia. Um, this is a spectacular property. Uh, yesterday, my friend Jesse uh, Itzler came up and spoke, and Jesse just blasted everybody. Uh, what a phenomenal hour! Um, I I took three pages worth of notes myself. Um, then afterwards. The people I was with, we went to the bar and sat there and just did note sharing. Oh, what'd you pick up? What'd you pick up? And it was just great. Uh, Jesse will be doing something with us on the huddle. I'm excited about that. But uh, And then last night, they had their um, big to-do. They had a concert and a big dinner. And I'll tell you what, shout out to Joel Tillerson, who's their uh, event coordinator here at True. Um, his brother, Sims, is a huddle uh, member. And... Um, what a great job. Everybody well taken care of. Lots of great content, lots of great people. And uh, just super blessed, man. It's just, I'm going to miss the fire in the morning. I was going to say, you're going to need to get a new background when you get back. You <laughs> may snapshot the backdrop. Just uh, superimpose it behind you. Yeah. But, uh, really awesome. Some great pictures coming out of there. You know, you shared the notes with me. We're going to talk about some of the notes today which is great. You know, just, I love the fact that he did some of the things that, you know, are staples in his content and then told some new stories and, and got some new nuggets out of it. So we've got some great national days today. We've got some good stuff going on. Yeah. So why don't we just jump right in and use some music to wake this party up? Let's do it. There is nothing like that. Absolutely. I figured it out, though. It's the passion with which he says, wake up, no more sleeping in. Like, he doesn't just sing it. He sings. There's there's deepness to it. So I listen to Eddie. You listen to any Teddy song, you know, and, uh, you know, with the, I, I always hate when the good ones go early, but he was amazing. Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, all that stuff. So like Mark said, you know, there's a couple of big major national days. And for me, the reason why I started following national days, they're just good reminders. You know, somebody had a placeholder that said, hey, we're going to focus on this today. It's a good thought birthdays, all that kind of stuff. What's yes, sir. Can we, can we show Mark John Mark Basada's uh, comment? Because it's so appropriate. He says, holy, happy hump day, Batman. So I don't know whether he knew or not what's happening today, but the most appropriate comment for this morning. Absolutely. There's no, <laughs> no, no doubt about it. As a matter of fact, Mark, if you could do me a favor, the picture of you, me and Jake 
um, that he sent in the text yesterday. Can you send that to Shay? Because I didn't see it loaded. And I really yeah, want to absolutely. I'll send I that. Want to be able to do that. So here, here's where we are today. So the we got, uh, we got birthday shout outs. No, well, let's do them. Go. I love it. So, Shay, do the honor. Shout out to the birthday people. So, first off, we missed Chet's birthday yesterday, but on our coaching call, we wished him a, a happy birthday. So, happy belated birthday, Mr. Chet Tart. And uh, happy birthday, Mary Beth, Yay. our friend that we're at United Way. And uh, for those who are paying attention, Christian, post some information about your big event tomorrow. So uh, good stuff. But let's roll right into the national days. And as I said, they're placeholders to kind of remind you of things that you could do or should do or should be thinking of. Today is National Pay It Forward Day. And when I hear pay it, pay it forward, Kevin Spacey jumps into my mind. Another great actor. Show me pay it forward. What does the world mean to you? Your house, your street, any further any of you want to go than that? Why should we think about the world? I mean, after all, what does the world expect of us? What does the world expect of you? What if the world is just a big disappointment? Unless you take the things that you don't like about this world and you flip them upside down and you can start that today. This is your assignment. So I said, it's a reminder of things that you may or you may not do, but you know, the uh, it's simple stuff, man. And when I see Kevin Spacey go, you flip it upside down. You know, I just get chills because we can do that. We can do it one person at a time, one idea at a time. Certainly yesterday, you know, with Jesse, his passion, his inspiration, you know, wore off on me and I'm, you know, I live that. So uh, national pay it forward, do something good today. You know, just do that. So also today, any other comments so here? A great move to do that is to actually pay it backward, right? When you're in the drive through line, you just pick up the bill for whoever's behind you in the line. They pull up. They don't know that. They, hey, you already got taken care of. You already paid for. It's a great way to do it and affect somebody's day, which is something small. Pay it forward, pay it backwards, but always pay it. So uh, good job there. Um, one of my favorite days 
is National Superhero Day. Um, there's a quote. Here is, uh, heroes are ordinary people who make themselves extraordinary. And I believe everybody has something in them that's extraordinary. Um, we, we do this, so used to do this in our personal branding presentation. Everybody has one thing, one word. We've been through this in the huddle. But let's look at some of the, the, the favorites. My favorite, everybody knows, is Spider-Man. Let's start with Spider-Man. So what is your favorite part of Spider-Man? Like Spider-Man is your favorite superhero, but which one of his talents or his special behaviors is your favorite? His uh, spidey sense. I knew it. I knew it was coming. <laughs> so that oh, is. Man, look at that throwback. <laughs> for, those, uh, for those of you who don't think we can have fun with ourselves there's uh that's uh, obviously great how old is jake there like four um I, I think that was the trip where i almost chased him and threw him in the water <laughs> that is the real story real story chasing him through the park a little freaking devil man but uh you know for me with great power comes great responsibility but here's another great 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 superhero who comes from the x-men Yeah, so first of all, when you see Hugh Jackman, I can't help but think at some point he's going to jet. You know, doesn't matter what yeah, role yeah. he's in. <laughs> he is Wolverine. The for sure, he owns that. He owns that for sure. But, you know, one of the cool things is that there's always possibility. Uh, you know, you just every fight, everything. Uh, so there's more. Um, uh, Iron Man, you know, again, uh, this is, uh, you know, this is just great stuff.
So I have two more loaded. I want to get into the Jesse stuff. But uh, Shay, show me Lori Salarillo's comment. This is the takeaway. And no surprise, she nailed it. You know, once you identify your own superpower, you all have it. And on pay it forward day, when you figure it out, give it to somebody. Ah, and the uh, like, so the spidey sense, I think everybody has the ability to have the spidey sense. I agree. When you look at spidey sense as recognizing a way to help someone, right? So like you want to converge superpowers with pay it forward day. The ultimate spidey sense is when you're in a dialogue with someone, when you're asking questions, when you're learning about them and you recognize the opportunity to be able to help someone, that's the spidey sense that tingles. If you act on that, that's the real way to create an, a, a lasting effect for people to build relationships, to build a quality network and make an impact on the people around you. So I'm going to give a quick little story about Jake and I. We had dinner uh, the other night in uh, Palm Beach and we had a, we were taking home some pizza and we're walking by and there's a guy sitting there. You can tell he's homeless, down on his luck. And we walk past him and Jake looks at me and he goes, I don't really need this pizza. Boom, he walks back and hands it to the guy. And I wanted to just hug him and say, you know, that's how we roll. That's what we do. That's the power of giving. We walk by, we got the spidey sense that someone was in need. Boom. So I love that you tied that all together. So that will lead us right into my man, Jesse. Uh, Shay, can you show me Jesse? So uh, it was great. He got there early. We, we got a chance to kind of wrap and catch up. Uh, then we walked in and he got on stage. And let me tell you, for an hour, this guy just blasted his heart out. Some things I've heard, some things I had not heard. So he mixed in some new stuff. Somebody asked him a question about what's the, you know, talk about adversity and how you overcame adversity. And he talked about sheets. You know, and I was like, awesome. oh, that's really great. Told the sheet story. And then when he came off stage, we went backstage and we were bullshitting. And I said, Jesse, if you remember correctly, I was involved in sheets, man. I was like, because he talked about everybody that was involved was doubling down. We thought, I don't know if you remember, we thought we owned it. We were in Times yeah. Square, you know, uh, Jake and I traveled. We saw Amaris, Amari Stoudemire in Times Square. We had great commercials, LeBron. I had the entire Florida State coaching staff taking sheets before practice and stuff. Was, like, I was passing out packets. Like, I was like, this is it, guys. This is going to be the thing. And he showed it on stage, and he goes, we were going, going, going. Everybody was investing, doubling their money, and then, bam, <laughs> nobody reordered it. Anyway, um, so many takeaways, like I said, tons of, of work here. I'll go through my notes, the things that I think um, that I took away that were new. We've talked about Jesse before. We will talk again. We're working on a project where he's going to be here in the huddle. But one of the main takeaways for me was privilege. I'm sorry. Pressure is a privilege. And the way he talked to it, he's like, you know, when you get to that place, you know, where load it on, bring it on, you know, that's where you know, the iron sharpens iron. That's where you get the good stuff. And so people bitch and back away from pressure. That's where it really happens. And he backed it up with some cool stories about how, you know, he was going from like he was a, a rapper and how he would go from American University, take a seven hour bus ride to be in New York and stand there. And everybody that came to the lobby, he would give like a tape of something that he did on his answering machine. So, you know, that one's a doozy. Um, number two, 
he talked about his final project at American University, and they had to pick a product and then build all of the stuff around it, name it, package it, whatever. And so he did um, something called Aunt Franny's Brownies. And he started making the presentation, and the professor stopped him and said, you know, like, um, uh, what what makes your brownie different? And he goes, oh, we're moist and we're gluten-free. And he was like, and he goes, no, 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 no. He goes, there's lots of products like that. For whatever you're doing, there's a thousand other things. And he said, okay, go sit down. And Jesse goes and sits down and is like bummed out. He's embarrassed in front of the whole class. He didn't really make it. And then he talked about every single business that he's been in. And he said, that's how my brownie was different. That's how my brownie was different. And so the takeaway for every single person looking at us this morning and every person that's in business, how is your brownie different? Mike, you know, Mike job. He was even looking at me and he goes, listen, I even got Noodleberg to, to react, you know, so, yes. thoughts, comments. There's a couple other doozies on there, you know? Yeah. I mean, the, the pressure one is, is, is a great one. You know, it ties into the superhero conversation today because, you know, with great, with great power comes great responsibility. It's the same thing. Like when you're in a position of pressure, that's when great things can happen. Good, bad, ugly, whatever. You can win, you can lose. But if you're in a position where you're feeling that pressure, something is going to happen that's going to change your life. Correct. It's going to mold you and change you in some way. And that's what living is. That's what continuing to get 1% better every single day is about. So I love that. I love living in pressure and that pressure is a privilege. And then, yeah, I, I you know, I, that was always my thing in recruiting was, look, if we're Florida and we're Florida State and Alabama and Clemson and Tennessee, we've all got really pretty weight rooms. We've all got really pretty fields. We, what makes our brownie different? And it was always about the fit. You know, we talk about that in sales, but it was always that we fit you better than somebody else because of the offense that we ran or what we did or how our culture of our team was. There was something about the way you fit our organization that was different than everybody else. So I love the what makes your brownie different. So look at uh, C squared here. Christian coming in hot. Superheroes love pressure. Great people in life look for the pressure situations. They, do, you know, and so a couple other takeaways, which are great. How you do anything is how you do everything. You know, I mean, it's so, you know, really amazing. Some, um, this one caught me off guard. Routines are a rut, you know, and so we talk about daily routines, daily habits, but mixing them up. And he, he, he gave an example, you know, a couple of examples of how he lived with David Goggins, which is amazing. And the way he told that story is he had seen this guy show up to do a marathon 285 pounds. He showed up with a chair, one bottle of water, and like a banana. And Jesse had just sold uh, Zico water. And he says, I had Whole Foods cater the whole thing. I was <laughs> my whole team and shit like that. And so the, the way he said, this guy was amazing. He finished the race all by himself. I had five members. Anyway, um, he said, I want you to come and live with me. And you know, him telling his wife, uh, how, how was the race? Oh, the race was great. And uh, David Goggins. <laughs> um, but he talked about when he met David Goggins, go in and do 
let me see how strong you are. Let me do push-ups. I mean, uh, pull-ups. Anybody mm -hmm. who knows pull-ups or chin-ups, it's brutal. He said, first time I did eight. And I was like, I yelled out, I go, eight. I mean, eight the first time is hard. He goes, okay, four. Right? And then he goes, yeah. no, 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 two. <laughs> right? So, yes. but David Goggins made him do two, stop two, till he got to a hundred. And he said, right. most people under index themselves. And that one like ripped into my heart. Their self-limiting beliefs, their doubts doesn't allow them to push themselves past a place where they can achieve. And he said, if I was under indexing myself a hundred times, a hundred, you know, what else, where else in my life am I under indexing or not giving myself the ability to do that? So, you know, I want to, I want to talk about that routines or ruts things. Cause it's really important that you understand that routines are good because they, they, they create rhythm. But as soon as you take your intention out of your routine, your routine sucks. If you're just showing up to the gym and not being intentional about your reps and about pushing yourself for an extra, you know, an extra rep or doing a little bit more, pushing your heart rate a little bit higher, your routine sucks. If you're just showing up to make calls every day and not being intentional about your preparation on how you're going into that call and setting your energy and setting your intention and, and being great about asking questions, your routine sucks. Totally. So as soon as you lose the intention of your routine or you stop analyzing it and looking for ways to make it better, I can guarantee you your routine sucks. And we'll go to overtime. Because I got two more that I, that I want to talk about. He said something about this. He goes, remember tomorrow. And he said, the decisions you make today will affect you tomorrow. So he said, you can all go out tonight, whip it up, be doing shots of tequila. But when you wake up in the morning, you'll be paying the price for the decision you made before, you know, the day before. So decisions today affect what happens tomorrow that could be the most impactful thing that i heard from the whole thing because if you're willing to be accountable if you're willing to be responsible like we say be the ceo of your own life and make the right decision going to bed at nine o'clock and you know when people hear that i wake up at three especially in this setting the number one question is well what time do you go to bed and i say I go to bed when i'm tired yeah. but generally speaking i'm in bed by 9 or 9 30 and they're like wow you know well those are choices that i decided to make in order to get the result and then the final one and you you can close this out but he said grit is the number one indicator of success and if you look at every superhero that's why i wanted to close it out with that they have some kind of grit. There's something yeah. that separates them from everybody else. And for me, if you ask me in review of my 40 years in the sales business, I just outworked everybody. And I continue to do that. That's what grit is. I do you're, willing to, you're willing to empty the tank. We talked about that before. You were willing to take it to zero. When we talked about Elon Musk, he was willing to go broke on that last attempt to get SpaceX running. And they did it. So you got to be willing to go to zero. You got to be willing to empty the tank. That's my definition of grit is the willingness to do it all, to give everything, no matter what the outcome may be. 
So I love that. Fantastic finish. Great job. Super, super. We didn't do motivational music, but I'm going to close with it because it's really, really good. And you will love this song. You will love, love, love this song. Spread, find the love and spread it. Got me questioning 